ladies and gentlemen, it's proclamation of endurance. We're going to alienated parents, mothers and fathers. We're going to family law. We'll start from chapter chapter one, nineteen eighty nine. six. This is chapter forty one, but it's the first page. An act an act to reinform the law relating to children to provide for local authority services for children in need and others. To amend the law with respect to children's homes, community homes, voluntary homes and voluntary organisations. To make provision with respect to fostering, childminding and daycare for young children and adoption and for connecting purposes. Be, be it enacted by the Queen's Most Excellent Majesty, by and with the advice and consent of the Lord's Spiritual and Temporal and Commons. In this present Parliament assembled, and by the authority of the same as follows. When a court determines any question with respect to the upbringing of a child, or the administration of a child's property, of the application of any income arising from it. Child welfare shall be the court's paramount consideration. In any proceedings in which any question with respect to the upbringing of a child arises, the court shall regard to the general principle that any delay in determining the question is likely to prejudice the welfare of the child. In the circumstances mentioned in subsection 4, a court shall have regard in particular to a. the ascertainable wishes and feelings of the child concerned, consider in the light of his age and understanding, b. his physical, emotional and educational needs, c. the likely effect on him of any change in his circumstances. D, his age, sex, background, and any characteristics, any characteristics of which court considers relevant. Any harm which he has suffered or is at risk of suffering. How capable each of his parents and any other person in relation to whom the court considers the question to be relevant is of meeting his needs. The range of powers available to the court under this act. In the proceedings in question, for the circumstances are that the court is considered whether to make very a discharge at a section eight order, and the making variation of discharge of order is proposed by any part of the proceedings, or the court is considering whether to make very a discharge or order under part seven. Where a court is considered considering whether or not to make one or more one or more orders under this act, with the respect of a, to a child, it shall not make the order or any of the orders, unless it considers that doing so would be better for a child than making no order at all. Parental responsibility for children. Where a child's father and mother were married to each other at the time of his birth. Have parents' responsibility for a child. Where a child's father and mother were not married to each other at 
or at the time of his birth, the mother shall have parental responsibility for a child. The father shall not have parental responsibility for a child unless he acquires it in accordance with the provisions of this Act. References in this Act to a child whose father and mother were, or as the case may be, were not married to, married to each other at the time of his birth must read this section 1 of the Family Law Reform Act 1987, which extends their meaning. The rule of the law that the father is the neutral guardian of his legitimate child is abolished. More than one person may have parental responsibility for the same child at the same time. A person who has parental responsibility for a child at any time shall not cease to have that responsibility solely because some other person subsequently acquires parental responsibility for the child. When more than one person has parental responsibility for the child, each of them act alone, and without the other or others. In meeting that responsibility, but nothing in this part shall be taken to affect the operation of any enactment which requires consent of more than one person in a matter affecting a child. The fact that a person has parental responsibility for a child shall not entitle him to act in any other way which would be incompatible with any order made with respect to a child on this act. A person who has parental responsibility for a child may not surrender or transfer any part of responsibility to another, but may arrange for some or all of it to be met by one or more persons acting on his behalf. The person with whom any such arrangement is made may, may himself be a person who already had, has parental responsibility for a child concerned. The making of any such arrangement shall not affect any liability of the person making in which may arise from any failure to meet any part of his parental responsibility for a child connected concerned. In this act, the parental responsibility means all the rights, duties, powers, responsibilities and authority which by law a parent of a child has in relation to the child and his property. It also includes the rights, powers and duties which a guardian of the child's estate appointed before the consent of section 5 to act generally would have in relation to a child and his property. The rights are referred to in the subsection include, in particular, the right of the guardian to receive or recover in his own name, for the benefit of the child, property or whatever description and wherever situated with the child is entitled to receive or recover. The fact that the person has or does not have parental responsibility for a child should not affect. Any obligation which he may have in relation to the child, such as a statutory duty to maintain the child, or any rights which the event of the child's death, he or any other person may have in relation to the child's property. A person who, or A, does not have parents' responsibility for a particular child, but has care of the child, may subject to provisions of this Act. Do what is reasonable in all circumstances of the case for the purpose of safeguarding or promoting a child's welfare.
where a child's father and mother were not married to each other at the time of his birth, the court may, on the application of the father, order that he shall have parents, order that he shall have parental responsibility for the child, or the father and mother may be agreement. A parental responsibility agreement provides the father to have parental responsibility for the child. No parental responsibility agreement shall affect for the purpose of this act unless it is made clear in the form of prescribed regulations made by the Lord Chancellor and where regulations are made by the Lord Chancellor prescribing the manner in which such agreement must be recorded, it is recorded in the prescribed manner. Subject to section 12, an order under subsection or parental responsibility agreement may only be brought to an end by an order of the court made by on the application of any person who has parents responsibility for a child or with leave of the court of the child himself. The court may only grant leave under subsection 3b if it is satisfied that the child has sufficient understanding to make the proposed application. When an application is respect to a child is made to the court by an, any individual, the court may be by order appoint that individual to be the child's guardian if the child has no parent or parental responsibility for him or a resident order has been made with respect to the child in favour of a parent guardian or guardian of his, of his who died while the order was in force. The power conferred by subsection may also be exercised in any family proceeding if the court considers that the order should be, order should be made even though no application has been made for it. A parent has parental responsibility for a child and may appoint another individual to the child's guardian in this event of his death. A guardian of the child may appoint another individual to take his place at the child's guardian in the event of his death. An appointment under subsection 3 or 4 shall not have the effect unless it is made in writing, is dated and is signed by a person making the appointment or in the case of a point made by a will, which is not signed by the te uh, testator, and it is signed at the direction of the testator in accordance with the requirements of Section 9 of the Wills Act 1837, or in any other case, is signed at the direction of the person making the appointment in his presence and the presence of the two witnesses who each attest the signature. A person appointed. Thank you for the uh, follow. A person appointed as a child's guardian under this section shall parental responsibility for a child concerned. Where, on the death of any person making appointment under subsection three or four, the child concerned has no parent with parental responsibility for him, or immediately before the death of any person making such appointment, a re a residence order in his favour was enforced with respect to the child. The appointment shall take effect on the death of that person, where on the death of any person make an appointment under subsection 3 or 4. The child concerned has a parental responsibility for him and subsection 7b does not apply. The appointment shall take effect when the child is no longer as a parent who has parental responsibility for him. Subsections 1 and 7 do not apply if the residence order referred to the paragraph B 
of those subsections who was who was um, was also made in favour of surviving parent of a child. Nothing in this section shall be taken to prevent an appointment under sub, uh, subsection three or four being made by two or more persons acting jointly. Eleven, subject to any provision made by the rules of the court, no court shall exercise the High Court's inherent, inherent jurisdiction to appoint a guardian of the estate of any child. Where rules of the court are made under sub, uh, subsection 11, they may prescribe the circumstances in which and conditions subject to which an appointment of such a guardian made, may be made. A guardian of a child may only be appointed in accordance with the provisions of this section. An appointment under section 5, 3 or 4, it revokes an early such appointment, including one made in unrevoked will or condicil, made by the same person. It's made by the same person in respect to the same child, unless it is clear whether as a result of an express provision in a later appointment or by necessary implication that the purpose of the latter appointment is to appoint an additional guardian. An appointment under uh, section 5, 3 or 4 included one made in an unrevoked will or codicil is revoked in person who made the appointment revokes it by a writing and dated instrument which is signed by him or at this direction and his presence in the presence of two witnesses each attest the signature. An appointment under section 5, 3 or 4 other than one made in their will or codicil is revoked if with the intention of revoking the appointment. The person who made it destroys the instrument by which is made or has another person destroy the instrument in his presence. For the avoidance of for the avoidance of doubt an appointment under section 5, 3 or 4, it made a will of codicil is revoked. And if the will or codicil is revoked, a per 5, a person appointed as a guardian under section 5, or 3 or 4, may disclaim his appointment by an instrument in writing signed by him and made within a reasonable time of the first, knowing that appointment has taken effect. Studying, yes, absolutely. Six, where the regulation made by Lord Chancellor prescribing the manner in which such disclaimers must be recorded. No such disclaimer shall have an effect unless it is recorded in the prescribed manner. An appointment of a guardian under section 5, it may be brought to an end at any time by order of the court. On the application of a parent who has parents' responsibility for a child, on the application of a child concerned with leave of the court or in any family proceedings, if the court considers that it should be brought to an end even though no application has been made. Welfare reports. A court considering any question with respect to a child under this Act may ask a probation officer or ask a local authority to arrange for. An officer of the authority or such other person, other than a probation officer, as the authority considers appropriate. To report to the court on such matters relating to the welfare of that child, as are required to be dealt with in the report. 
The Lord Chancellor may make regulations specifying matters with unless the court orders otherwise. Must be dealt with in any report under this section. The report may be made in writing or orally as the court requires, regardless of any enactment of the rule of the law, which otherwise prevent it from doing so. The court may take into account of a statement contained in report and any evidence given in respect of the matters referred to, to in the report. Insofar as a statement or evidence is, in your uh, opinion, of the court relevant to the question which it is considering, it shall be the duty of the authority or probation officer to comply with any request for a report on this section. Orders respect to children in family procedures. A contact order means an order requiring a person with whom a child lives or is to live to allow a child to visit or stay with the person named on the order for that person and the child otherwise to have contact with the other, each other. A, pro a prohibited steps order, it means an order that no steps sh uh, could be taken by a parent in meeting his parental responsibility for a child and which is of the kind specified in the order shall be taken by any person without the consent of the court. A residence order means an order setting the arrangements to be made as to the person of whom the child is to live and a specific issue order means an order giving directions for a purpose of determining a specific question which has arisen or which may arisen arise in connection with any aspect of parental responsibility for a child. In this act, a section 8 order it means that any orders mentioned in subsection 1 and any other variant or discharge in such an order. For the purpose of this act, family proceeding means any, any proceedings under the inherent jurisdiction of the High Court in relation to children and under the enactments mentioned in subsection 4, but does not include proceedings on an application for leave under section 100. The enactments are parts 1, 2 and 5 of this Act. The Matt Ramonal Causes Act, 1973. Domestic Violence and Matrimonial Proceedings Act, 1976. The Adoption Act, 1970. Domestic Proceedings and Magistrates Courts Act, 1978. Sections 1 and 9. And the Matrimonial Homes Act, 1983. Part 3. Matrimonial and Family Petitions Act 1984. No court shall make any Section 8 order other than a resident order with respect to a child who is in care of the local authority. No application may be made by local authority for a residence order or contact with the court shall make such an order in favour of the local authority. A person who is, or was at the time, within the last six months, a local authority foster parent of a child may not apply for leave to apply for Section 8 order with respect to the child unless he has the consent of the authority, he is a relative of the child or the child has lived with him 
for at least three years preceding the application. The period of three years mentioned in subsection 3C need to be continuous, it must, it, but it must have begun not more than five years before making of the application. No court shall exercise its powers to make a specific issue order or prohibited steps order with a view to achieving a result which can be achieved by making a residence or contact order or in any way which is denied to the High Court by Section 102 in the exercise of its inheritance jurisdiction with respect to children. No court shall make any Section 8 order which is to have an effect for a period which will end after the child has um, reached the age of 16 unless it is satisfied that the circumstances of the case are exceptional. No court shall make any Section 8 order other than one bearing uh, or discharge such an order with respect to a child that has been reached the age of 16 unless it is satisfied that the circumstances of the case are exceptional. In any family proceedings in which a question arises with respect to the welfare of any child or the court may make in Section 8 order with respect to the to the child if an application for the order has been made by the person who is entitled to apply for Section 8 order with respect to the child or has obtained the leave of the court to make the application or the court considers that the order should be made even though no such application is made. The court may also make a Section 8 order with respect to any child on the application of a person who is entitled to apply for Section 8 order with respect to a child or has obtained the leave of the court to make an application. This section this section in the subject of restrictions imposed by Section 9. The following person entitled to apply, for, um, apply to the court for any Section 8 order with respect to a child, a parent, a guardian of the child, any person who is in favour a resident order enforced with respect to the child. The following persons are entitled to apply for a residence or contact order with respect to the child. Any party to a marriage, whether or not sub, sub, uh, subsisting, subsisting, subsisting in relation to whom the child is a child of the family. Any person with whom the child has lived for a period of at least three years. Any person in any case where residence order is enforced with respect to the child has the consent of each of the persons in whose favour the order is made. In any case where the child... So you got that bit, didn't you? So if you got your fighting, you know, split up your wife or you split up your husband, and you've got a problem where the kids are. You can get, or maybe your sister, your cousin. You can put an order in place. Section 8. You need to know this. It's kid safety. It's kid safety. You need to know it. A person who could not otherwise be entitled under these previous provisions of, section, of this section, to apply for the variation of discharge of any Section 8 order shall be entitled to do so. The order was made on his application, or in the case of contact order. He is named in the order. 
This is the Children Act, 1989. Any person who falls within the category of person prescribed by the rules of court is entitled to apply for any such Section 8 order may remain prohibited in relation at the category of the person. No court shall make a Section 8 order. Section 8 order. Do you know what a Section 8 order is? In person falls in the category of a person prescribed rules of the court entitled to apply for any such Section 8 order may be prescribed in relation to the category of the person. Where the person applying to leave to make an application for Section 8 order is a child concerned. The court may only grant leave if it is satisfied that he has sufficient understanding to make the proposed application for the Section 8 order. Where the person applying for leave to make an application for a Section 8 order is not the child concerned. The court shall, in deciding whether or not to grant leave, have particular regard to the nature of proposed application for a Section 8 order, the applicant's connection with the child, any risk there might be of that proposed application disrupting the child's life to such an extent that he would be harmed by it and where the child is being looked after by a local authority, the authority's plans for the child's future and the wishes and feelings of the child's parents. The period of the three years mentioned in subsection 5b need to be continuous. It must not have begun more than five years before or ended more than three months before making of the application. In the proceedings of which any question of making a Section 8 order or any other question with respect to such order arises the court shall, in the light of the rules made by virtue of subsection 2, draw up a timetable with a view to determine uh, the question without delay and give such directions as it, as it considers appropriate for the purpose of ensuring. So far as is reasonably practically practicable that their timetable is adhered to adhered to rules of the court may specify a period within the specified steps must be taken in relation to proceedings in which such questions arise and make other provision with respect to such proceedings for the purpose of ensuring so far as as is responsibly practicable that such questions are determined without delay where a court has power to make a Section 8 order, it may do so at any time during the course of the proceedings in questions even even though it is not a, in a position to dispose finally of those proceedings. Where a residence order is made in favour of two or more persons who do not themselves all live together, the order may specify the periods during which the child is to live in different households concerned where a resident order has been made with respect to a child, and as a result of the order, the child lives or is to live with one or two parents who each have parental responsibility for him. The resident order shall cease to effect if the parents live together for a continuous period of more than six, just six months. A contact order which requires the parent with whom a child lives to allow a child to visit. 
or otherwise have contact um, have contact with. His other parents shall ceased ceased to have effect if the parents live together for a continuous period of time, more than six months. A section eight order may contain direction how it works, how it is to be carried into effect. Imposed conditions it must be complied with any by any person in whose favour the order is made. Who is a parent or a child concerned? Who is not a parent of his, but who has parental responsibility for him or with whom the child is living and to whom the conditions are expressed to apply? To be made to affect for a specified period or contain provisions which are to have effect for a specified period, make such incidental, supplemental or consequential provision as the court thinks it fits. Residence, order and parental responsibility. Page 10. Where the court makes a residence order in favour of the father of the child, it shall, if the father would not otherwise have parental responsibility for the child, also makes an order under section 4 giving that responsibility. Where the court makes a residence order in favour of any person who is not the parent of the, or the guardian of the child concerned, that person shall have parental responsibility for the child while the residence order remains in force. Where a person has parental responsibility for a child as a result of subsection 2, he shall not have the right a consent or refuse to consent to making of the application with respect to the child under section 18 of the Adoption Act 1976 to agree or refuse to agree to the making of adoption order or an order under section 55 of, of the Act of 1976 with respect to the child or to appoint a guardian for the child. With subsection requires the court to make an order under section 4. In respect to the father of a child, the court shall not bring the order to an end at any time while the residence order concerned remains in force. Change the child's name or removal from jurisdiction. Where the resident order is enforced with respect to a child, no person may cause a child to be known by a new surname or remove him from the United Kingdom. That's another big thing there, isn't it? Without either the written consent of every person who has parental responsibility for a child or the, the leave of the court. Subsection 1b does not prevent the removal of the child for a period of less than one month, by the person in whose favour the residence order is made. In making a residence order with respect to a child, the court may grant the leave required by subsection 1b, either generally or for specified purposes, where a residence order is enforced with respect to a child in favour of any person and any other person, including one of those who are in favour. The order is also enforced is in breach of an arrangement settled by that order. The person mentioned in paragraph A, it may, as soon as the requirement in subsection 2 is complied with, enforce the order subsection 63.3 of the Magistrates' Courts Act 1980, as if it were an order requiring of the other person to produce the child to him.
requirement is that a copy of the resident order has been served on the other person. Subsection 1 is without prejudice to any other remedy open to the person in whose favour the resident order is in force. We're going to look at the financial relief, Schedule 1, which is consistent primarily of the reenactment, which consequential amendments and minor modifications or provisions of the Guardianship of the Miners Act, 1971 and 1973 Children Act, 1975, and of the sections 15 and 16 of Family Law Reform Act 1987, makes provisions in relation to financial relief for the children. The powers of the Magistrates' Courts under Section 60 of the Magistrates' Courts Act 1980 to revoke, revive of any very and order for which a periodical payment of the money shall not apply in relation to an order made under Section Schedule 1. Family assisting orders, where in any family proceedings the court has power to make an order. Under this part with respect to any child it may, whether or not it makes such an order. Make an order requiring a probation officer to be made available or a local authority to make an officer of the authority available to advise, assist and, where appropriate, befriend any person named in the order. The person who may be named in the order under section a family assistance order are any parent or guardian of the child, any person of whom the child is living or in whose favour a contact order is enforced with respect to the child, the child himself. No court may make a family assistance or order on this. It is satisfied that circumstances of the case are exceptional and and it is obtained the consent of every person to be named in the order other than the child. A family assistant order may, may direct the person named in the order or such of the person named in the order as may be specified in the order. To take such steps may be so specified with a view to enabling the officer concerned to be kept informed of the address to, of any person named in the order and to be allowed to visit any such person. Unless, it's spe uh, spe um, unless it specifies a short period, a family or assistance order shall have effect for a period of six months, beginning with the day on which it is made, where a family assistance order is enforced with respect to a child and the Section 8 order is also enforced with respect to a child. The officer concerned may refer to the court the question whether the Section 8 order should be varied or discharged. A family assistance order shall not be made so to require a local authority to make an officer of the available unless the authority, the authority agree or the child concerned lives or will live within the area. Where family assistance order requires a probation officer to be made available. The officer shall be selected in accordance with arrangements made by the probation committee for the area in which the child lives or will live. If the selected probation officer is unable to carry out his duties or dies, another probation officer shall be selected in the same manner. Provision of the services for the children in need, their families and others. 
local authority support for children and families, provision of services for children and their families. It shall be general duty of every local authority in addition to other duties imposed on them by this part to safeguard and promote the welfare of the children within the area who are in need and, so far as it is consistent with that duty, to promote the upbringing of such child by their families by providing a range of level of services appropriate to those children's needs for the purpose principally of facilitating the discharge of their general duty under this section. Every local authority shall have specific duties and powers set out in Part 1 or Schedule 2. 3. Any service provided by an authority in this exercise of functions is conferred on them by this section may be provided for the family of a particular child in need or for any member of his family if it is provided with a view of safeguarding or promoting the child's welfare. The Secretary of State may be ordered to amend any provisions of Part 1 of Schedule 2 or add any further duty or power to those for the time being mentioned there, every local authority. It shall facilitate the provision by others, including in particular voluntary organisations of services, which the authority have the power to provide by virtue of this section, or section 18, 20, 23 or 24, and it may make such arrangements as they see fit for any person to act on their behalf in the provision of any such service. The services provided by a local authority in the exercise of functions conferred on them by this section may include giving assistance in kind or in exceptional circumstances in cash. Assistance may be unconditional or subject conditions as to repayment of the assistance or if it is value in whole or in part. Before giving any assistance or opposing any conditions, a local authority shall have regard, uh, regard to the means of the child concerned and each of his parents. No person shall be liable to make any payment of assistance or of its value at, at any time when he is in receipt of income support or family credit under the Social Security Act 1986. For the purpose of the part of the child shall be taken in to be in a need of then be in need if he is unlikely to achieve or maintain or to have the opportunity or achieving or maintaining a responsible standard of health or development within the provision for him of services by a local authority on this part. His health or development is likely to be significantly impaired or further impaired without provision for him of such services or he is disabled. And family relations to such a child includes any person who has parental responsibility for a child and any other person whom has, has been living. For the purpose of this part, a child is disabled if he is blind, deaf or dumb and suffers from mental disorder of any kind of any kind or is subsequently and permanently handicapped by illness, injury or congenital deformity or such a disability as may be prescribed and in this part. Development means physical, intellectual, emotional, social or behavioural development and health and means physical or mental health. Every local authority shall provide such daycare for children in need within the area who are aged five or under and not 
yet attending schools as is appropriate. Part 3, page 14. A local authority may also provide a daycare for children within their area who satisfy the conditions mentioned in the subsection 1a and b, even though they are not in need. A local authority may provide facilities including training, advice, guidance and counselling for those caring for children in daycare or who at any time accompany such children while they are in daycare. This sort of thing important for me. My, ch- my children probably need counselling. In this section, daycare means any form of care or supervised activity provided for children during the day. Whether or not it is provided on a regular basis, every local authority shall provide for children in need within their area who attend any school such care or supervised activities as it is appropriate outside school hours or during school holidays. A local authority may provide such care or supervised activities for children within the area who are attending any school, even those children who are not in need. In this section, supervised activity means activity supervised by a responsible person. Review of the, of the provision of for the da, uh, daycare, child mining. Every local authority in England and Wales shall review the provision which they can make under section 18, the extent to which the services of the child minors are available. Within the area with respect to children under age of 8 and the provision for daycare within the area made for children under the age of 8 by persons other than the authority required to register under section 71. A review, a review under subsection 1 shall be conducted together with the appropriate local education authority and at least one in uh, every review period. Every local authority in Scotland shall at least once in every review period review. The provision for the daycare within the area made for the children. Under the age of eight by local authority and by the persons required to register under section 71b and the extent to which the services of child minors are available. Within their area of respect to children under the age of eight. In conducting any such review, the two authorities in Scotland, the authority shall have regard to the provision made with respect to children under the age, um, age of eight in relevant establishments within their area. In this section, relevant establishment means any establishment which is mentioned in paragraphs three and four of Schedule Nine hospitals, schools, and other establishments exempt from the registration requirements, which apply in relation to the provision of daycare and review period. It means the period of one year beginning with the commencement of the section and each day subsequent period for three years beginning with an anniversary of that commencement. Where a local authority has conducted a review, under this section they shall publish the result of the review. As soon as, soon as it is reasonably practicable in such form as they consider appropriate and together with any proposals they may have with respect to matters reviewed. Where the local authority have conducted a review on this section they shall publish the result of the review as soon as reasonably practicable in such form as can be appropriate and together with proposals they may have with respect to matters reviewed. Local authorities 
conducting any review on this section shall regard to any representations made to one of them by any relevant health authority or health board and by any other representations which they consider to be relevant. In the application of section to Scotland, daycare has the same meaning as section 79 and health board has the same meaning as the National Health Service Scotland Act 1974 SMP Act <laughs> 1978 The provision of accommodation for children Every local authority shall provide accommodation for any child in need of an area who appears to them to require accommodation as a result of there being no person whose parental responsibility for him, his being lost or having been abandoned or the person has been carried, carrying him, caring for him to be prevented, whether or not permanently, or what reason for providing him with suitable accommodation or care. Where a local authority provide accommodation on subsection for a child who is ordinary a resident in the area of another local authority, that other local authority may take over the provision of accommodation for the child within three months of being notified in writing that a child has been provided with accommodation or such other longer period as may be prescribed. Every local authority shall provide accommodation for any child in need of an area who has reached the age of 16 and whose welfare authorities consider is likely to be seriously prejudiced. If they do not provide him with accommodation, a local authority may provide accommodation for any child within their area, even though a person has parental responsibility for him, is able to provide him with accommodation, if they consider to do so, would safeguard or promote the child's welfare. That's very important, isn't it? A local authority may provide accommodation for any person who has reached the age of 16 but is under 21 in any community home which takes children who have reached the age of 16 if they consider to do so would safeguard or promote his welfare. Before providing accommodation in this section a local authority shall so far as is reasonably practical and consistent within the child's welfare. A certain child's wishes regarding the provision of accommodation and give due consideration. Having regard to his age and understanding, to such wishes of a child as they have been able to ascertain, a local authority may not provide accommodation on this section for any child if any person who has parental responsibility for him is willing and able to provide accommodation for him in a range for accommodation to be uh, provided for him. Objects. Any person who has parental responsibility for a child may at any time remove a child from accommodation provided by or behalf of local authority on this section. Subsection 7 and 8 do not apply within any person in whose favour or residence order is enforced with respect to the child or who has the care of the child by virtue of an order made by the exercise of High Court's inherent jurisdiction with respect to the children. Agrees to the child not being looked after in accommodation provided by or on behalf of local authority, where there is no more than one, uh, su one such person, as is mentioned in sub uh, subsection 9, all of them must agree.
Subsection 7 and 8 do not apply where the child has reached the age of 16 agrees to being provided with accommodation on this section. 21. With the local authority shall make provision for the reception and accommodation of children who are removed or kept away from home under Part 5. Every local authority shall receive and provide accommodation for children. In the police protection, who now requested to receive under section 46, 3F? Who now requested to receive under section 38, 6 of the Police and Criminal Evidence Act, 1984? Who are, on the name under section 23, the Children and Young Persons Act, 1969, the subsection under supervision, order imposing a residence requirement under section 12A of the Act? With respect to whom now designated authority, where a child has been removed under Part 5 or detained under Section 38 of the Police Criminal Evidence Act, 1984, as he is mo as he is not provided with accommodation by local authority or is in hospital vested in the Secretary of the State, any reasonable ex expenses of the accommoda uh, accommodating him shall be recoverable from the local authority in whose, whose area he is originally resident. Duties of the local authority in relation to the children looked after by them. 22. In this act, any reference to the child who is looked after by a local authority is a reference to a child who is in their care or provided with accommodation by the authority. In the exercise of any functions, in particular those under the act, which Stan referred to the Social Services Committee under Local Authority Social Services Act 1970. In subsection 1, accommodation means accommodation which is provided for a continuous period or more than 24 hours. I shall be the duty of the local authority looking after any child. It shall be the duty of any of local authority looking after any child to safeguard and promote his welfare. and to make sure use of service available for children cared for by their own parents as appears to be appears to the authority reasonable in this case. Before making any decisions with respect to a child who I'm looking after or proposing to look after, local authority so far is reasonably practical, asserting the wishes and feelings of the child, his parents. Any person who is not a parent of, of his, but who has parental responsibility for him, and, and say our person who wishes and feelings the authority consider to be relevant regarding the matter to be decided, in making any decision a local authority shall give the consideration. Having regard to his age and understanding to such wishes and feelings of child as have been able to ascertain. To wi such wishes and feelings of the person mentioned in subsection 4b to d as they have been able to certain and to the child's religious persuasion, racial origin and cultural and linguistic background. If it appears to be a local authority that it is necessary for the purpose of protecting members of the public from serious injury to the exercise of their powers with respect to a child whom they are looking after in a manner which may not be consistent with their duties under this section, they may do so. 
if the Secretary of the State considers it is necessary, if the purpose of protecting members of the public from serious injury, to give directions to local authority respect to the exile of the powers within respect to the child whom they are looking after, he may give such directions to the authority. Where any di such directions are given to local authority, they shall comply with them, even though doing so is inconsistent with their duties under this section. Provisions of accommodation and maintenance by local authority for children who they are looking after. It shall be the duty of any local authority looking after a child when he is in the care to provide accommodation for him and to maintain him in any other, any other aspects, respects apart from providing accommodation for him. A local authority shall provide accommodation and maintenance for any child whom they are looking after by placing him subject to section 5 and any regulations made by the Secretary of State with a family, a relative or any other suitable person on such terms as a payment by the authority and otherwise the authority may determine maintaining, maintaining him in a community home, maintaining him in a voluntary home, maintaining him in a registered child, children's home, maintaining him in a provided by the Secretary of State under Section 82 of such terms of sector of state, for which time to, to the determine. Making such other arrangements seen and uh, appropriate to them, may comply with any regulations made by the sector of state. Any person to whom the child has been placed under um, subsection is referred to in this act as a local authority foster parent unless he falls within subsection 4. A person falls within a subsection if he is a parent of a child. A person who is not a parent of a child, but has parental responsibilities for him, or where the child is in care, and there was a residence in order, enforced respect to him immediately before the care ordered was made, a person in favour of residence order was made. Where a child is in the case of local authority, your authority may only allow him to live with a person who falls within subsection 4 in accordance with regulations made by the Secretary of the State. It's subject to any regulations made by the Secretary of the State for the purposes of the, of the subsection and any local authority looking after a child shall make arrangements to enable him to live with. A person falling with subsection 4 or a relative friend or person connected with him unless that would not be reasonably practicable or consistent with his welfare. Where a local authority provide accommodation for a child who they're looking after, they shall subject to the provisions of the part so far as reasonably practicable and consistent with his welfare. Secure that. The accommodation near his own and where the authority also provide accommodation for a sibling of his and they are accommodating together. Where a local authority provide accommodation for a child whom they are looking after and who is disabled, they shall, so far as reasonably practical, secure that accommodation is not unsuitable for the practical needs. Where a child has been looked oh, advice and assistance for a certain uh, certain children. Where a child has been looked after by a local authority, it should be the duty of authority to take advice 
assist and befriend him with view to promoting his welfare when he ceases to be looked after by him. In his part by person qualifying for advice and assistant means a person within the area of the authority who is under 21 and who is at any time reaching the age of 16 but will still a child looked after by the authority. Accommodation by or on behalf of a voluntary organisation. Accommodation in a registered children's home accommodated by any children's health authority or local education authority or in any residential care home, nursing home or mental nursing home for consecutive period of at least three months of privately fostered but who is no longer so looked after, accommodated or fostered. Look at subsection 2D. It applies even if the period for three months mentioned there before the child reached the age of 16, where a local authority knowing that there is within their area a person qualifying for an advice and assistance. The conditions in the subsection 5 are satisfied and that the person has asked them to help for a kind of which they can give up under this section. They shall, if he has been looked after by local authority or has accommodated by one or, or by on behalf of a voluntary organisation and may, in any other case, advise or befriend him. The conditions are that it appears to the authority that the person concerned is in the need of advice and befriend. When that person is not being looked after by the authority, they are satisfied that the person by whom he was looked after does not have the necessary facilities for advising or befriending him. Where as a result of this section of the local authority are under a duty or an empowered to advise and befriend a person, they may also make him assistance. Assistance given under subsection 1 to 6 or may be in kind or exceptional circumstances in cash. A local authority may give assistance to any person who qualifies for advice and assistance for virtue subsection 2a by contribution to expenses incurred by him in living near the place where he is or will be employed or seeking employment or receiving education or training or making a grant enable him to meet expenses connected to his educational training. Where local authority are assisting a person under subsection 8 by making contribution or grant with respect to a course or education or, or training, they may continue to do so even though he reaches the age of 21 before completing the course and disregarded any interruption of his attendance on the course if he assumes it as is reasonably practical. Look at subsection 7 to 9 of section 17. It shall apply in relation to the assistance given under this section otherwise than under subsection 8 as they um, apply in relation to assistance given under that section. Where it appears to local authority that the person whom they have been advising and befriending under this section as a person qualifying for advice and assistance purposes to live or is living in the area of another local authority they shall inform that other local authority where a child is accommodated by voluntary organisation or is registered children's home by health authority and local 
educational authority or any residential care home, insuring home or mental nursing home. This is about the uh, Child's Children Act family law ceases to be accommodated. After reaching the age of 16, the organisation authority or as the case may be, a person can on the home show inform the local authority within whose area the child purposes to live, proposed to live. Subsection 12 only applies by virtue of paragraph B or C if the accommodation has been provided for the consecutive period of at least three months. Secure accommodation. The subject of the, uh, to the following provisions of this section, a child who is being looked after by a local authority may not be placed and, if placed, may not be kept in accommodation provided for the purpose of restricting liberty. Secure accommodation, unless it appears that he has the history of absconding and is likely to abscond from any other description of accommodation. And if he absconds, he is likely to suffer significant harm or that if he is kept in any other order of description of accommodation, he is unlikely to enjoy himself or other persons. The Secretary of State may, by regulation, specify a maximum period beyond which a child may not be kept in secure accommodation without the authority of the court and for which the court may authorise a child to be kept in secure accommodation. Empower the court from time to time to authorise a child to be kept in secure accommodation for such further period as the regulations may specify and provide that applications to the court under this section shall be made by only local authorities. Proclamation and Government's Land Gents. Reading out the um, Children's Act 1989, Chapter 41. London edition HMSO. Reprinted, incorporated corrections, 1994. There you go. Professor Johnson, prodigious, prominent Professor Johnson at Proclamation of Endowment. Page 21.